You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. We have another Valentine's Day in the books, and we need to talk. A lot has been going on over in the It's Complicated Village with Rob's recent wedding travel, and he went to go see what was going on with the Super Bowl. Then I had my big move in with the boyfriend, and Lauren's Valentine's Day was looking a little different these days. So it got us thinking about how we were all in much different places on this particular Hallmark holiday. We represent a wide range of people in the dating world, single and traveling in a relationship and taking the next step and being married and finding time for each other. So guys, that begs to, you know, answer the question, how did Valentine's Day look and feel for all of us now? Yeah, it's much different now, but first we're going to talk about a a few things here. The Super Bowl, Rob, sorry, that was a shit call. And I definitely think that could have affected the outcome of the game, but I don't want to like start fueling a fire here. Because I'm sure you could talk on and on about that. Now, Rob, we have talked about this a little bit before, but I do want to ask you, like, yeah, okay, obviously football is, like, when it's football season, it's, like, a big part of your life. It's a very social part of your life, right? Like, you just traveled to go see the Super Bowl. Like, you go to bars and you watch it. So it's, like, it's not your life. You're not, like, a crazed fan. But, like, it's a huge social aspect of your life. Could you not an Eagles fan, like who fucking cares, right? But could you date a girl or even like find yourself interested in a girl? There's one of those girls who's like, what's football? Like, uh, did they score a home run? Like, could you, would you just be like, no? I mean, I'm not saying if there were other things that like you liked about her or maybe there were some things you did or didn't like about her, like middle of the road, like would that like kind of set you over the edge? Like, no, I, I, I got, yeah, I get the question. <laughs> um, it, you know, it was funny because I was just thinking about this on my way home from the gym just now. I was just thinking because there is a there is somebody that I am talking to and I've been talking to regularly, like, but DMing. And I asked her if she was she's a bartender, and I was asking her if she was working for the Super Bowl. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, and I'm like, well, you gonna go watch her somewhere? She's like, no, I don't give a shit about football. Like, I don't care. You know? And I was like, really? You're not? What do you What do you mean you don't care? It's a Super Bowl. At least like get together with people. She's like, probably not. And then I asked her, you know, and then I, she gave me she gave me a text message after the game. I was like, sorry for your loss. And then um, I was like, did you watch? And she's like, no, we went bowling. And I was like, she said, we, we did super bowling. So how did she feel about Instead of that? watching the Super Bowl. Oh. I was like, I was like, okay. Clever. Like, it's clever, right? And she obviously has other friends that went super bowling with her and didn't care. But I was like we've talked about like opposites attracting and all that kind of stuff. Like there's probably stuff that she likes to do that I wouldn't like to do. And then she can go (laughs) do that. And then if there's like, if I want to go watch football, just know that I'll be watching football on those days. You don't have to come, 
it'd be great if you did, but I don't want you to be mad at me for doing it. Does it, you know? does it, yes, okay, that's great. You don't want her to be mad. Great understanding. Does it, like, disappoint you a little to have, like, because maybe you kind of fantasized or dreamt about, like, oh, look, my girlfriend wearing, like, a cute Eagles jersey and, like, we watched the game together. No, I mean, that would be cool if uh, that's more of a Boston thing. For some reason, when people, when girls date guys from Boston, they become huge Boston fans. I don't know why. But um, it's like some sort of cult that they get into. Uh, they never watch a sport before, and all of a sudden they have like a Red Sox hat on and have their pajamas or Patriots, you know? That's not true. I do. I watched and played sports. So that is actually untrue. Well, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about like in general, that's what it is. Philly, we're so different as a fan base that like, you either on board or you're not and if you're not go don't don't come around you know what i mean if you are yeah if you are on board then great we'll have you i would love for you to cheer for my team and and cheer for me and be part of my sadness and happiness but if you're not go do something else it's fine i don't care just know that i'm going to be this way for the next 12 hours (laughs) and the rest of your life so i think i mean that's a fair point to make that like this particular thing you're passionate about doesn't have to be a shared passion in your relationship. You probably would hope they're not rooting for your rival, but at the same time, if they're not rooting for the Eagles, then they can go. Not rooting, yeah, if they're not rooting for anybody, who cares? Do you know what I right. mean? If they're rooting so for some another, have, another team, huh? Do what? you have any other passions that you would really hope that if you got into a relationship, that person would be a part of? I don't know. I'm kind of excited to meet somebody who has their own passion and their own other stuff that I can learn from and experience. Like you don't have to be a part of mine and I don't have to be a part of yours, but like if there's something else that you do that is like really cool and you're really into, and I, it's not like offensive, you know, then like, I want to learn about it. Maybe you study language and you want to, like, I can go take language classes with you. Maybe you're a cook and you can teach me how to cook. You know, I don't know something else that you're passionate about. It, we don't have to have like this. You, uh, you you have to be with me and on my team, and I have to be with you and you on your team. If you can support each other and be like, like she gave me that text. Sorry for your loss. That means that she was aware of that happened, and she reached out to me, and that's all that mattered in that moment. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't need I didn't need her holding my hand the entire game because trust me. Bo, I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, you're, you just started dating Rob. Have you seen him during football? It's mm-hmm. not good, you know? So maybe that's for the best. But other than that, like Valentine's Day, it's been a, uh, it's been a trip. I mean, last year, remember, Jen, I was in Budapest for Valentine's, and we did the show then, so I was traveling. So that didn't even exist in that. I mean, it was there, but, like, not in my world, you know? And yeah. then this year, I just got back from Super Bowl, and then I had a wedding before that, and I forgot that it was even yesterday. My neighbor um, was like, huh? "Well, you you were at like Super Bowl festivities. What happened there? Did you like run into girls? Did you go to events? Like, what was going on?" I'm, I went to a lot of events. I was I had a friend of mine who uh, works for uh, a very popular network show in the mornings. I won't say which one. And uh, she does a lot of talent relations. So we got into a lot of the parties. I mean, all the parties, basically. And I met a lot of really cool people along the way. And yeah, I met girls that are actually living in Austin, you know, and we got like, we're like, oh, we live, we're neighbors, we'll, we'll meet up and that kind of stuff. But I met a whole bunch of people. Um, 
it was a really fun weekend. I'm exhausted from it just because I had the wedding in Cancun before that. But yeah, I mean, just try. I'm, but this now I'm home. Now I'm home, and I'm home for the longest period of time that I think I'll have been in Austin since I moved here. So I don't have any travel plans until April. So now I'm here and I'm going to actually like, and, and I stopped drinking every, the day after every Super Bowl, I stopped drinking until at least March 20th and then maybe longer. So I'll be here and sober and like concentrating <laughs> now that I'm back. What well, about what you, Jen? You know, How, what? what if you're going on a date though and somebody like wants to have drinks? Like you now that you're clearly settled and stable in one place what if you what if this girl's like let's grab drinks at this bar are you gonna not have one yeah i probably will just say I, i'm not I'm, I'm in my sober fa- I mean, i'm not sober you don't have to make a life decision based on like me not drinking for the next month and a half does that does that make sense yeah, yeah. i would i'm just saying like if someone said that to me i might be like mm, something mm, might be like a t- not a red flag but like a pink flag i'd be like why do you have to stop I don't, I know you, Rob, so I know what you're doing. And you're just like, it's not like that for you probably. But I would not knowing you be like, hmm, that's also like no fun that you're not drinking. Like, no, thanks. That's me. I will be. And also if it's just for a drink, you know, like I said, I'm I'm probably not going to be going out with people that I don't know. I don't do that. I'm not, I'm not on the dating apps. I'm not getting set up. So if you know me, then you know that I've been drinking. And you'll know that I will be drinking, but you know that like there's a certain point in my life that I say, you know what, this is my reset time. I need a reset after the holidays. Just like if I was like went out with somebody and they were like, I'm not eating meat right now. I'm kind of doing a, you know, a cleanse or whatnot. I wouldn't be like, ew, you do a cleanse. That's a no, pink flag. This is, no, Rob, come on. You don't think that that's not something that people, Jen's nodding her head. Like she would have thought the same thing. That's just because. Drinking is a drinking is a social thing, and especially when you're dating. So I'm just telling you from a girl's perspective, and I know Jen feels the same way, that if someone said, like, I have to stop. It's kind of like when someone says, like, I went off social media for a little bit. It's like, why did you have to go off social media? Do you have a problem? Do you have, like, an unhealthy relationship with social media? I know you don't have an unhealthy relationship with drinking. I'm just saying some people might kind of judge you. Well, then, that, then I don't need to go out with that person. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just like, like, that's like the bottom line is that uh, we, I will take you to dinner. I'll take you to a really nice dinner. Yeah. But if I'm not having some drinks and I tell you, I just take this time off every year just to like get my, oh, like, you know, reset, yeah. then especially after the holidays and everything and Super Bowl and this and that, then, you know, and if they say that's that, that, that that's a red flag to them then they have other issues that they need to fucking think about because I really liked you. I probably wouldn't just be like, no, forget it. I'm not going on a date with him. I just would think about that. I'd be like, why do you have to stop doing something? But I, and then you would ask me and then I would probably tell you. Yeah. And then you would probably say, and it, it goes with an explanation. Okay. So Jen, what is going on with your big move? Are you, I mean, you're probably not settled because it takes time, but you're like mostly (laughs) settled. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? So go through the steps with us. Cause I don't think we've talked about this yet. When did you guys decide you were going to move in? How did the conversation go to to everybody else who only gets to listen to you once a week? It seems pretty fast, I'm sure. So, like, where did every – take us through the steps of how we got to here. So, well, we were obviously dating and seeing each other. And when we'd see each other, we'd spend a significant amount of time together. But he also lived on one side of L.A. and I lived on the other. And 
at some point, like I had stuff in his place and we were acting like we lived together when I'd be at his place, you know, I'd be there for however many days or then he'd come to my place. But we just got to the point where we're like, we want to just move in together. Like, so let's start looking or what do we want, you know, that place to look like or um, what are some things we can't live without and narrowing down those things. And then it just so happened that over the holidays, um, we started looking online and then because we were looking in places that were near where he currently like was living, we could go look at those buildings. So what started is looking at the buildings and we started looking at available apartments just to get a sense of what was out there. Knowing also that like we were not in a rush, he, his lease was going to end at a certain point, but like that wasn't the impetus. My lease was month to month. So we happened to be looking and looking and looking and looking kind of just for fun and then found a place. Wait, looking and both... looking and looking and looking doesn't sound like just for fun. Well, <laughs> looking because... and looking and looking and looking like like I'm looking and looking and looking and looking at Bernie's mountain dogs right now. <laughs> and it's not it's not just for fun. I want a fucking Bernie's mountain dog. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so like we wanted to move in together. We and there's a certain amount of buildings in the area he lives in. So we were testing out which ones we liked and then new units would open up. So we wanted to see what that model would look like. And it was happening in real time because people would move out, but then they'd go really fast. So it just so happened we found one in a building that we really wanted and it was available at a certain time. And it timed well when his uh, lease was ending. And so it just made sense. So we signed a lease. It was, you know, a month ago, whatever it was. And then you know now we've moved in together but um as far as the move goes between us it was super seamless like did not have a single fight didn't ever we he took certain responsibilities i took certain responsibilities it was like very much a well-oiled machine and it could have been a complete disaster could have shown all of our cracks it could have been like horrendous because we were short fused we were tired we're spending a lot of money all of these things but really you, we were on do you think that's because you guys are so similar? Like you do have the fucking Q1 through Q4 and the timestamps and the fucking ca Google calendars? Like, because it, like we were talking with Bruno last week, if you, I'm a Gemini, you're a Capricorn. I, I mean, you, I would, that would probably go seamless too, because I like to be led. Like, I'm like, you're like, do this. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Do you know what I mean? Um, but if you had another stronger personality that wasn't as organized as, he is that could have been bad totally and i don't know that i would have moved in with that person because mm. they wouldn't necessarily be a good fit for me but he and i work really well as a team and so it makes things so much easier in sticky situations and that's what i was looking for i wanted a partner who would help make life easier life's gonna get hard and i i don't want somebody that overcomplicates things because it is complicated i want somebody that's gonna be a rock or be you know, pick up where I leave off. So like, I mean, just an example, I like was barking about the internet earlier and I was like, I have to do the podcast. The internet doesn't reach this room. I have to sit in a different room. And so five seconds later, I got a text with the link to the internet extender that I needed to order. So it, it like, he just does the things that I need and I do the things that he needs. So it works out really well. But anyway, so we moved this weekend. Valentine's Day was right after that. And our gift to each other was the home. And so we celebrated our new home and all the unpacking we've been doing. And yes, it's super unsettling. And like, we both like are unsettled and cranky, but also exhausted and also don't want to just be unpacking every second of the day. But 
we sort of keep doing it. And when he starts doing it, I chip in because I don't want him to be the only one unpacking when I'm going crazy, you know, running around unpacking, he helps out and, or he'll cook while I'm unpacking and vice versa. So it has been really nice to do together. It's been a fun project. It's a hell of a lot of work and I am not somebody who likes being unsettled. I want to feel settled in my home. This is not something that's going to happen overnight though. That's for sure. We have a long list of things we need to buy the storage looks different and I'm sharing a space now with somebody who has a lot of stuff as well. Um, but it's just nice to also like kind of finish the day with each other and eat dinner together and, and do normal stuff in our home that we're building together. So Valentine's day was romantic. We took a day off from unpacking we had lunch. Then we um, had stone crabs and had dinner at home in front of the TV watching MasterChef like we love to do. So <laughs> that's that was Valentine's Day. It's funny, though, because I would say as far as Valentine's Day goes, I haven't had a Valentine's Day um, in like the traditional romantic sense in years. And I remember waking up being like, okay, does this feel different? I was trying to take stock in like what was different this year than last year. I didn't feel a sense of loneliness. I didn't feel like I needed to overcompensate by like having Valentine's Day or whatever. It was just like, okay, I have this person that I love. We're going to celebrate and do these things. It doesn't stop real life from happening. It's not like Christmas, you know, where like businesses are closed. Life continues. So, you know, he was kind of working still. And it was just nice to have him. But at the same time, I still wanted to also wish girlfriends happy Valentine's Day and you guys happy Valentine's Day. But it was nice that I I have this person that I have as a Valentine. So it's, it was It's nice. funny because I, I I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about this. I'm wondering about this this thing, um, you know, how some people call their 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 significant other. They call them a partner, right? Mm-hmm. And um, some people are like, "Oh, that's my lover," or "That's my girlfriend," "That's my boyfriend," or you know, they use a romantic term. Some people use partner, and I'm always like, "Why the fuck is it?" Because sometimes it implicates like uh, a like a, a non heterosexual relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, when it is a heterosexual relationship, it's almost like now I'm understanding why because you made that sound like kind of businessy like mm-hmm. he picks up where i lose off and then if i need this he gets it and then i find i file a complaint it goes through the thing comes back around and here's a solution you know what i mean it's like it's like this is it's like almost like oh my god so but that's what that's your love language right so your love language is somebody helping and doing all that stuff where it's it's like okay but they but now i see partner because you guys are working together like you have the working part. Like why someone like Jen would pick subconsciously to use the word partner to describe the person in her romantic relationship is what Right. And I would if somebody called me their partner, I'd be like, Go fuck yourself. I'm I your boy go, like I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be I would, like, No, I need I need like gushy, mushy, gushy stuff. Like I need I, him, I don't actually call him my partner, but in the sense of partnership like when we were moving, we were like partners in crime in the move. And so it was really nice because I could lean on him and he could lean on me and no one is resentful at all. And we just shared responsibilities really well. But when I talk about him in general, I, I also don't like calling him my boyfriend because I feel like one, he's older and like I'm older and calling him my boyfriend feels a little juvenile, but I would rather, he was like, should we be lovers? And I'm like, no, because that also mm. sounds like we're cheating on somebody oh, <laughs> with our lover. So disgusting. I cannot. I hate when people do that. Like when people are like, we made love last night. Bars oh. in my mouth. Oh. No, thank you. It's disgusting. 
I'm probably the most I'm probably the most sappy one out of the three of us, to be honest. I'm, like, I'm probably like the most like out of the three of us, I'm probably the one that does like the holding of the hands and why are you doing it? And why are we cuddling? Why are we doing this? And you know, little like I don't know, cutesy stuff where you're like puke and you're like, give me a fucking a, a report on like how <laughs> how we're I'm, feeling. I'm middle of the road. I like it, but like You just said barf. With love. Lover. Lover. Don't like that, and a lot of people don't like made love. That's disgusting. Oh, so weird. It's, it's too. Very I don't use that, but uh, all right. So, yeah. you're, why do you think you're middle of the road? And how did your Valentine's Day go? My Valentine's Day was like, first of all, I saw one of my friends post on Instagram that like he had to make this crazy Valentine's Day bag for his kids' class, and it was like a racer and a pencil and a chocolate candy and a balloon and a yo-yo. And I was, he was just like, why the fuck are we making this so complicated? It's just Valentine's day. And I kind of like a had a similar experience with my Austin goes to preschool now. And so it's like Valentine's day card exchange for the class, like no candy, please. And address the card to my friend instead of like individual names. So I like got him Valentine's mm. day cards and did that. And then he brought all his Valentine's home and they were all like, a box of crayons with a sticker, a homemade cupcake. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? I, I didn't know we were supposed to be doing all these things. I thought it was a card exchange. But it reminded me of that post that my friend made where he's like, we're making this really complicated. And Jen kind of just reiterated that, like, you know, it's nice to feel just settled. Like, it doesn't need to be like, are you going to take me out to a candlelit dinner and buy me a dozen roses and a heart-shaped box of chocolate? Like, it's just so, it doesn't need to be that way. I do like, like, love sentiments and things. But our Valentine's Day, and also we're, like, seven-plus years in, and we have three, two-slash-three kids, and, like, we just went to go see 80 for Brady. Because, like, why wouldn't <laughs> and went and it was so good by the way it's so cute but um yeah and like also it's like okay well yeah like we had this like are we going to the 7 15 show or the 9 30 show well 7 15 is really close to austin's bedtime but 9 30 is like way too late so it's like you know you can't just like plan things for yourself when you have kids i make it sound bad but i'm just saying factually like you can't just be like i want to go to this movie at this time like you have to like work around all the other things in your life but it is nice to have that like I know he's there. He knows I'm there. Like we're going to celebrate each other that day because we love each other, but it wasn't anything extravagant and never really has been, to be honest with you. Like I ran into, I ran into a, uh, uh, an, um, my neighbor, my next door neighbor, she's 30. She has, she just has her first baby. Her husband and her are, um, high school sweethearts. And I, um, came outside to like, I was going to the store and she was like, oh, I just got back. And I'm like, is it busy? And she's like, oh, it's busy with people like buying flowers. And I was like, why? And I was, and she's like, it's Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I was like, I forgot about that. She's like, yeah, it's a bunch of like last minute, you know, dinner preparation and flower buying at, at HEB right now. And I was like, are you guys doing anything? She's like, no, we've been we've been together since high school, you know. And I'm like, yeah, but that she, you should still. She goes, ah, maybe I'll make a salmon. She goes, but then I have the baby, and then we have other stuff, you know. She's like, we don't really do that anymore, you know. It's not like we need to tell the other person that we love them on this specific day. It's like an everyday thing for us because we're together all the time, and we've got this family. So like, if he doesn't know that every single day, and I need, and like this day is important for me to let him know, then that's we got a deep, deeper thing going on. 
it's cute you know especially when you're in a new relationship like jen to like take a moment in it in it and like i think in the first couple beginning years of james and i we did like we never really did anything crazy but like we you know like one time we had crab for dinner at like my apartment and like we did we did that for a couple years but like never really anything just like not anything extraordinary because James always says um, going out to dinner, James always makes jokes that it's like so expensive and it's like not worth it. And we, so we never really did anything super crazy, but yes, in the beginning of the relationship, it's a little more fun to like, you know, what things are like a little more newer and exciting and romantic. I mean, Jen, you're like not even one year into this, right? Like, where are you guys? Seven months. So, and I've told you guys, we celebrate like a monthly thing. And I, I really actually appreciate that he's much more romantic than I am because someone should be in this dynamic. And so he is very sentimental and really sweet about that stuff and makes it a priority to do check-ins and things that are relational and not just, you know, we are moving in together and we are doing these, you know, activities and projects. But so I love the milestones, whatever that means to anybody and taking the minute to celebrate it and give it its own you know, attention that it deserves because life can get crazy and hectic. And so if it's once, once a month, we do something romantic, at least we know that's gonna happen. So for us, it was celebrating the move, Valentine's day, seven months, the whole thing. And and we just, we just like being together and, and stopping all the other stuff that takes away our attention. So it was really more about quality time than it was about anything extravagant. Sure, I ordered stone crabs and we did go to like a nice lunch, but do you, you know. do you romanticize it? Lauren, do you romanticize it with your children? Well, I guess not yet. Cause they're like kind of not old enough yet. Uh, my goddaughter was, you know, Stasi made a whole big thing about it. Like woke her up, gave her, had like a heart sweater on, gave her like, like candy, like a little toy, and then, you know, they had to write little Valentines for everybody at the park for all like that all come with their nannies and whatnot. And I was wondering, and then I saw my friend's meme that was like, remember back in the day when they would make people bring Valentines to to school and then everybody that was popular and cute got one and then everybody else didn't. And it was just a form of emotional bullying that the school promoted. <laughs> like, I wonder, or like in today's day life. and age. I wonder in today's day and age, like, because it is now with the sensitivity out there, like, I mean, it was emotional bullying to be like, oh, wait, that that girl got 18 roses and this one got nobody. What the fuck do you think happens in real life? Do you think you just date someone because you don't want to hurt their feelings? That's not how it fucking works. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but when you're a child, when you're a child, it'll give you a sense of like, you're not you're not good enough. You know, like, don't do it at school. Like you know what I mean? Like I when you go back and think I don't want about my it, to get hurt, but I think emotional bullying is a little extreme because this is life. Like I'm not interested in a participation trophy, and that's not how it is. So what happens when you go to date and someone's like doesn't like you, and you're like, but I always got Valentines from everybody at school. Like you don't have to like everybody, and like right, but you but if you're going to do it at school, if you're going like, to make it like a mandatory thing that people bring, like it's a it's a school function. You know, like let them get hurt at prom, let them get hurt at fucking the, at the fucking at the dance when they ask somebody out. You know, when they're in seventh grade. I'm gonna make dating but, so crazy when it's stuff like this continues. But Jen, what are you? Yeah, 
well, so I think going back to like having kids in the mix of like the, you know, romantic days and things like that, my dad would get my mom flowers and me so that I was part of the like family love. And mm. it didn't feel like, you know, it was just romance, which I mean, obviously he got my mom a gift and they might have gone to dinner or whatever. And I stayed home with who knows who. But because he involved me, it felt like just love, like a love day not like I was excluded. And I think to your point, Rob, maybe schools shouldn't like take on love day. Maybe that should be in the comfort of your home or things you do that aren't forced or that leave people out. But like, it's same with like religious holidays. Like I think you try and separate school from religious holidays for that very reason, because what you do at home is different than what you do at school. But anyway, I liked being included in it in terms of being like my dad's Valentine's Day valentine as well as my mom's yeah, we, um, and we she would always send me stuff too so when i moved to la my mom would send me flowers on valentine's day so i was like oh love day yay oh my yeah my mom would send me she would send me uh i would always get a valentine's day from my a card from my mom and like some chocolates a box of like candies and stuff yeah we, we my mom did the same and i do it with my kids like woke up i had little signs hung that said like love and oh see that's nice yeah and that's presents cute. for all the kids bella and the two babies even though hunter has no idea what's going on and <laughs> yeah so no we we did yeah i used it last year you know what i did too i put i didn't do it this year because i just didn't but this is a very cute idea for kids or even for your significant other you take heart-shaped pieces of paper and you write one thing that you love about that person and you tape it on their bedroom door and when they one on the first all the way up to the 14th so it's 14 things you love about them then when they wake up in the morning they open their door like the kids for example but you can do it with your significant other on their closet door or something and then you write they see every day like something that you love about them and it makes valentine's day and that first two weeks of february feel like a celebration of love you don't get lost in like the whole how many presents do i have to put in the goodie bag at school thing like so but yeah i did romanticize it to answer your question rob a little with my kids just because i just my mom did that with me so yeah like, i don't know i just and like jen said it's you could you could keep it in the family and be like i this is a love thing for us do you know what i mean like you don't need to go out and find somebody else and tell strangers that you love them on a <laughs> day. Kids, like most but, of these holidays become more about them anyway yeah, like used okay. to be i mean yeah this is a romantic holiday i guess james and i had our own time at night but like any holiday that like comes up did you guys like, make love it's like did you guys make love no we did not actually did you <laughs> we, went to bed. we ate a bunch of candy and talked about tom brady and then went to bed and you I know had- it's funny because because i like i want that and then i want what jen has and it's so funny that we're in these different stages because like i didn't though. even i didn't even know where I didn't even I forgot that it was Valentine's Day because Honestly, of the the rest of my in life. In my experience, and I think it's probably a pretty accurate generalization, it's a stage thing. Like, like I said, I made oh I made crab for James like one time. Like, but like also I just I'm gonna tell you too. Like I cooked the whole entire crab meal for him in red bra and underwear. Yeah, that was like yeah. back in the day when no one was around and had fucking time to do it. And then yes, yeah, yeah. so we made it's love. The, it, after. But it's the thought that it's the thought that counts in when you're that new, right? You have to. Yeah, it's not that, that you new, want. It's not. It's not like you have to. It's that you want to. And then, yeah. like I, I will. I, whenever I'm in a new relationship, I always cook dinner. I always do something nice. I always pick something up because it's the thought that counts, right? I this year, last year I was in Budapest, didn't do anything. This year, I, I did two back-to-back trips and weekends that were just 
obl- I obliterated myself both weekends. So like I'm still tired and like recovering from it, which you could probably see on my face right now. And I had no idea. Maybe next year it'll be a different story or maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be exactly the same. Hopefully, Lauren, we, we know you'll be there. And then maybe your kids will become more and more like involved in it. And then maybe Jen next year, maybe what's up? What's up? I don't know. Oh, no, I do know. Remember, Q2, Q3 is Q2, when. Q2, Q3 is the potential proposal. You didn't know that, Rob? Wait, when am I? Where? So is January Q1? Yes. yes. Okay. And then it's by the quarters, like I pay my health insurance? Yes, premiums, That's exactly. Yes. So, and then okay. you get a premium piece of jewelry for the engagement around Q2, Q3. But anyway, I will say going back to the phases and the stages and the whole things, like for us, everything is new and it's the first time. So we do celebrate the first Valentine's Day and the first move-in yeah. together and the first whatever. I, will we do all of this, you know, forever? I don't know. I think we'll probably pick different things to celebrate. But right now it is kind of fun doing all that. And to be honest, like we just went to sleep after dinner too. We were full, we watched MasterChef and we like just had a great day being together. So I wouldn't say that like, you know, just the newness of it all is like super sexy and you're doing all these crazy things. If you like, were dating, if you were, da- if you were like three months in, it might've been yeah, a different sure. ending. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. yeah. But like well, we're already doing it. Them in to show you like once things start merging together in your lives, like, take stock because like yeah if it were three months ago i mean it's not that big of a difference three to seven months but like already within another span of a couple of months like you're going to bed at night on valentine's day where i mean i was you know and i'm just saying like trust me it gets when james and i like there are different how do i say this there are different stages where like things work really well in your relationship and then other things start happening in your life and those things don't work so well anymore like remember when we used to be able to blah 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 really well and then all of a sudden something shifts that and it becomes and it's not a bad thing i'm just saying like those things you have to like embrace and welcome and work through because like i remember like i was thinking back to him like when i moved when james and i moved we had a one week old baby and we and i was like yeah it was like actually fine like how did we do that was that like it was fine it was like you know four years into our relationship engaged a one week old baby like a dog but like but yeah I mean I'm just saying like some things start shifting and you just I think you have to embrace those things because you cannot expect that on month three when we did this thing and it was so great then three years later that thing came up again and it was really hard like don't beat yourself up for that or maybe it's not but it usually is don't then be like well that our relationship's over like this isn't gonna work like you used to care and now you don't or whatever you tell yourself you get worried that something's wrong and that it's like you're in a commitment and you're in it like those are the bumps in the road that you work through yeah yeah well we we, listen we have we this if anything we definitely have Zero stage, stage one, and stage 14. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, these, are, these are the things you can look forward to, Rob, and also everybody listening. You can look forward to listening to us discuss where we're at and where we're going and how these things change from, like just over time and how we feel about it. So tune in every week where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, subscribe, rate, comment, share the show with a friend. Maybe it's your Galentine, your Palantine, your Valentine, 
doesn't matter. Give them the gift of It's Complicated to help them make life a little bit less complicated. And if you want to join the class of Master Daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show, where you can also find me at Jennifer Goldman. And you can find me at Forever Zippers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S on Instagram. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. We love you all. and We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.